tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight only on Disney Plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Spill the Baby Tea, a podcast where we candidly talk about all things motherhood and parenthood. My name is Helen Wu Wang. I'm a mom to a 21-month-old baby boy, and I'm here to create a space where we can all share, connect, and feel a little less alone. Ever since I've become a mom, I have been fascinated by the topic of parenting, naturally, and specifically parenting styles. This was a topic that I didn't really find much interest in until I became a parent. Perhaps there was a part of me that just assumed that the natural maternal instincts would kick in and I would just know how to parent. And of course, when you're picking a life partner and someone you want to raise a child with, you kind of suss them out, not only for compatibility, but in a, are you going to be a good father or mother of my child one day? The funny thing about marriage and parenthood, even if you've dated someone for say 10 years and you know every detail about them, you really never know what your partner is going to be like as a parent. You don't even know what you are going to be like as a parent until you got that cute little baby in your hands and they completely change the way you think, act, and feel. So I found this topic of parenting styles interesting because I had no idea what bucket I fell under. And now I'm aware of where I fall and where my partner falls as well. So today I wanted to introduce you to the various types of parenting styles out there and share what I've learned. To all the parents out there, we are in this together. So let's get this episode started. As with every episode of Spill the Baby Tea, we are going to start with our giggle and drool of the week. And this week is a special one because this is going to be a combo giggle and drool of the week. My giggle is that I have been feeling pretty good about how I've been able to balance my various priorities and obligations. If I pause and pull my head out of the weeds and rise above the daily stressors of life, I do feel rather fulfilled. I feel like I've been able to be present with my son, to be present at work, to be present at social events, to be able to be there for my friends in times of need. I've been able to pursue my own passions and be a good partner with my husband. I've been able to bifurcate my time and my capacity fairly well, at least to my own standards. My drool of the week and what I'm kind of struggling with right now is the opinion of others. And when I say others, I don't mean trolls of the internet or even friends. I mean, people who are connected to me and of an elder generation. As someone who is part of the first generation born in the States, there are many people in my life who did not grow up in the States and whose core values and perhaps traditional way of parenting are very much different from mine and are skewed towards the patriarchy. And I don't think this is only a cultural thing. I think this is a totally generational difference too. But I have been on the receiving ends of comments like, Helen, maybe you should stay home more and not be working so much and being more, you know, of a stay-at-home mom. And it's so hard to hear because for one, I feel like I 
work my ass off to get some semblance of balance in my life as a new mom. And I work my ass off to help provide for my family as well. And I don't want to toot my own horn too much here, but I am proud of where I've gotten to today. But two, I am torn because a part of my character and nature, perhaps as a child of immigrant parents and in particular Chinese parents, is that I really do value the virtue of filial piety, which sounds like such a woo-woo old school term, but it basically means respect for one's elders. And that virtue has been instilled in me since I was a baby, since I was a child. It's a very strong part of the fabric of who I am. And I can't help but feel torn between these two worlds of continuing to be who I am and pursuing how I want to live my life and being pulled away from that because a part of me really does care about the elder generation. That is a core part of me as well. So it's like, do I listen to me or do I listen to me, you know? And not to get too much into it, but I think this is just one of many, many, many examples of the types of stress that is built into that hyphenation between being Asian and American. And in this particular scenario, this is something that I think specifically second-generation Asian-American moms are probably feeling out there. I can't imagine that I am the only one feeling the weight of this the feeling of being pulled in two different directions, of wanting my own career and way of identifying what motherhood looks like for me and how someone else wants it to look like for me. So my giggle is someone else's drool. And that's been a tough one for me to swallow. If anyone else is struggling with the same, please share, you know, how you are accepting it or overcoming it in your life. So today I wanted to talk about parenting styles, which as many of you know, have a profound impact on a child's development. Parenting styles, these are the strategies and approaches parents use to raise their children. There are three main styles, which we will explore today, and those are authoritarian, permissive, and authoritative parenting. These styles represent different approaches to discipline, rules, and communication. So we will start with authoritarian parenting. This type of parenting, I have had a lot of friends whose parents are like this. And not gonna lie, I think my parents edge towards being more authoritarian style of parenting when I was younger as well. And I also quickly associate this type of parenting with the textbook Tiger Mom Style of Parenting. Authoritarian parenting. It is all about strict rules, high expectations, and little room for negotiation. Basically, this is a one-way communication type ordeal with communication often flowing from the parent to the child. An example of this parenting style is if a parent says to their child, don't bring your tests back to me to sign unless you get an A on it. Clean up your dishes after dinner and sleep early tonight. And the child responds back with, okay, dad, okay, mom, which honestly kind of just brings me back to my childhood memories. But this type of parenting has no real room for flexibility. Typically, the parent assumes the role of someone who knows more than a child, which is a fairly accurate statement given the number of years an adult has on a child, but it leaves little room for emotional understanding. The tone of an authoritarian parent is rather stern and commanding. And if rules are broken, swift punishment typically follows. Now, I know this type of parenting style doesn't sound like the ideal one, but there are some positives to this parenting style. And typically, this type of parent does have good intentions in wanting their child to excel and be well-behaved. 
Often, the result of the authoritarian style of parenting is a child who is obedient and disciplined and is a very good rule follower. However, the downside of this type of parenting is that this can lead to children who are controlled and anxious. And I can even say from my own personal experience that it can lead to a purely parent-child type relationship rather than a parent-child and also friend type of relationship, which not going to lie, I kind of wish I had more of that type of relationship with my own parents. But based on my own experience, I am hyper aware of the style of parenting and I actively try not to fall into this bucket because basically my baby, he doesn't know it yet, but he's going to be my best friend one day. So I feel an urgency to keep him very close to me. Now, permissive parenting is on the opposite end of the spectrum. There are no strict rules or discipline, and this type of parenting style often allows children a lot of freedom. This is characterized by parents who are generally more lenient, indulgent, and doesn't demand much from their children. There's lots of warmth and affection with the style of parenting. When I hear this, I immediately think of the earlier scenes from Joyride. I don't know if everyone out there has watched it, but... Great movie. The beginning scenes shows Lola's character, played by Sherry Cola, who's the daughter of Chinese parents. And then you have Audrey's character, played by Ashley Park, who is adopted by white parents. And you see these scenes of both families interacting. And you see Audrey hugging her white parents and joking and laughing with them. And then you have Lola's family, who's observing the scene and basically looking at each other like, hmm white people. Like how incredible to have a family who is loving and hugs each other and kisses each other on the cheek, but also how wildly different is that from an Asian person's experience, especially first and second generation Asian Americans. I think the majority of us, we can relate more to Lola's character and her family dynamic than we do to Audrey's. But in any case, permissive parenting, as exhibited by the warmth and love of Audrey's parents, this type of parenting also sets few rules for their children, allowing the child to make his or her own choices. They are nurturing and supportive of their child's needs, which is the complete opposite of the authoritarian style of parenting, and they allow for freedom and independence. Now, as with any objective that is met through a method of extremes, this type of parenting style has its drawbacks too. This type of parenting style, again, the permissive parenting style, can foster a close parent-child relationship, but these children tend to struggle with self-discipline, have difficulty listening to teachers and listening to authority, and might turn out kind of entitled and selfish with a lack of boundaries. I have definitely come across some men, boys, women, girls like this in my life. And as much as I admired their confidence and their freeness, the entitlement definitely shined through. And because of that, I can't see myself being fully immersed in permissive parenting either. I don't know about you, but it feels like a lot of my friends are now getting on that baby train. If you have a friend who is also expecting or have little ones still in diapers, I always recommend Pampers Swathers. With Pampers Swathers, you can also rest assured that this diaper will prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Swathers has dual leak guard barriers at the legs to help protect where leaks happen most. And they have a blowout barrier, which is an innovative back pocket built into the diaper to help prevent those messy leaks up the back. Did you know that on average, babies will use up to 8,000 plus diapers before becoming potty trained? That is a lot. 
That's why Pampers Diaper Stash is the hottest baby gift for 2024. So give a gift to a loved one that says, we see you and we've got you. Pampers Diaper Stash is an online diaper fund that all parents with little ones will love. You can organize friends and family to contribute to a group gift of an online stockpile that never has to run out. Pampers Diaper Stash is great because it takes the guesswork out of choosing what size and how many diapers to gift. It's so easy to do and it's the gift that always fits. Lastly is the authoritative style of parenting, a meeting in the middle, if you will, of the first two styles. This style is characterized by setting clear boundaries while being responsive and nurturing to a child's needs. Authoritative parents tend to encourage independence while offering guidance and support. Now, this is the parenting style that both Philip and myself have naturally fallen into. This is the style that we have found ourselves exhibiting as parents. We never really talked about it beforehand. I think the most we ever said to each other about parenting styles was, I'm probably going to be the good cop, as in me, Helen, and then Philip will probably be the bad cop. And that was more of a projection of our own personalities and tendencies. But we also didn't know the gender of our baby until he was born. And we did say that if our baby was a girl, Philip will likely be a puddle and not be able to be bad cop as much as he would try to be. But other than that, we never really talked about how we expected to be as parents. So I am glad that we are on the same page when it comes to general parenting style. However, there is a spectrum of where we both fall within authoritative parenting. And we've discussed this and acknowledge our differences here. I am definitely a bit more lax and permissive leaning. Like I am going to be hugging and kissing my baby for the rest of his life. While Philip is more authoritarian leaning, although I feel like he's also going to be kissing our baby for a long time. But very much we both fall into the authoritative style of parenting. As an example, when it comes to bedtime and sleep, there's a clear bedtime routine, which is a part of our household's established rules and routines. We are both very involved in our baby's sleep with his regressions and with the sleep training that we did. All of that, both Philip and I did together as a team. And in those difficult moments of when baby is not sleeping well, he's crying, we ask each other if we should take him out of the crib and bring him into our room. Do we not? We both agree to a decision before anyone takes action. Because we are now able to verbally communicate with our baby as well, when he is crying and not wanting to sleep in his bed, we'll say to him, I know you want to play, but it's important that you get a good night's rest and get some good sleep so we can be happy and play tomorrow and go to the park and have a really fun day. That is a level of warmth and understanding and communication that typically is shown with authoritative parenting. And depending on how he reacts to us, we'll either try and soothe him and calm him down in his crib, or we take him out, we co-sleep with him if he's just not having it. So we pay close attention to his needs, giving him that sense of independence while also caring for his emotional well-being, being flexible within bounds. The area where Philip and I, I would say, kind of differ within the spectrum of authoritative parenting, using sleep as an example, is when it comes to being a bit more flexible with this routine for, say, traveling or staying out a little later, allowing baby to sleep in the car on the way back home, and hoping to do a silent transfer into his crib, which I am terrible at, Philip is very good at. I err on the side of adventure, though, as I always have all of my life. That is just the Sagittarius in me. 
but I kind of always envisioned a world where we would be the bucket list family that is always traveling with their baby, exploring a new city or new country multiple times a year. Like that looked like the dream. But reality kicked in with where we are in life and our careers. And I'm like, okay, that's not going to be us. But I am still very much in the camp of let's not let having a baby interrupt our lives. We'll just bring him on all of our adventures and we'll figure it out. That is just the type of person that I am. And Philip is more about we've worked so hard to get a good sleep routine as much as we can. Let's not disrupt it. And I totally get his perspective. It's absolutely a more responsible one that also factors in how lack of baby sleep impacts us and our stress levels and baby's ability to sleep through the night and get a good night's sleep and be well rested for the next day. So I get his side. He also gets mine and we are both flexible to each other's viewpoints here. But that is just an area where we've butted heads on in the past. And we recognize that this is an area where we have to continue keeping open communication on so that we can continue to present a united front and feel heard by the other person. Curious if you have a partner out there and a child of your own, which side are you more leaning? I feel like there is always someone who leans towards a little more adventure and someone who leans a little more towards, you know, having those rules in place. In any case, that's where we stand on our parenting style. And to close out the section on authoritative style of parenting, research suggests that children raised in an authoritative household often exhibit higher self-esteem and well-being. So with all of that shared, what is the best style of parenting? Well, studies show that there is no one-size-fits-all answer here because effective parenting really depends on a child's temperament, their age, their needs, as well as their environment, cultural and societal norms. What works best for one family might not work best for another. Okay, research suggests that authoritative households tend to have children with better social and emotional development, academic achievement, and overall well-being. But it's important to remember that each individual child might respond better to a specific parenting style, not the one that you choose. So the best choice is to align your parenting style with the one your child needs and also one that aligns with your family values, your own upbringing, cultural influences, and personal beliefs. Finding whatever blend that works for you and for your family is key. Thank you everyone for tuning into this week's episode. If you want to hear more about this topic, perhaps I think it might be interesting to bring Philip on to talk about his viewpoints, not just a parenting style, but just the topic of parenting in general, which is what this podcast is about. But I guess expanding more on this topic and our views of where we fall within that spectrum of authoritative parenting. If you would like to hear that conversation, let me know in the comments of our latest Instagram post at Asian Boss Girl. You can also find me on Instagram at H-W-U-W-U-Ho-Woo-Woo. I would love to hear if you have any other questions or topics that you would like for me to cover as well. You can also hear more from us every Thursday on the main podcast. And every Tuesday, we have rotating shows between this one, Spill the Baby Tea, Janet's Living Well with Jay, and Mel's No Dumb Questions with Mel. From me and my little bubs, (laughs) bye for now.